Welcome to the Empowered Spirit Show. This is your host, Terry Ann Hyman. I'll explore the connection to the human spirit in a way that helps to navigate your life, including crisis. I am passionate about helping you to open up to your intuition and the metaphysical world of spirit to find your confidence and your own inner guidance. Take a pause, be inspired, learn ways to show up focused, centered, and more dynamic in your everyday life. Welcome back to the Empowered Spirit Show. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me today. This episode is being brought to you by Forecast Salon, located in Homewood, Alabama. Forecast is a hair salon on a mission to shape a movement in the beauty industry, focusing on education, fashion, and creativity. Forecast strives to train stylists with the latest in education to provide their guests with the latest trends. Follow them on Instagram at Forecast Salon or find them online with their new online store at ForecastSalon.com. As this podcast goes to air, we are right on that full moon lunar eclipse energy that is all around us in the cosmic forces. This is the second of the two eclipses and one that can feel a little more intense. It's in Scorpio. Scorpio is that deep, psychic, into that secretive parts, the hidden resources. So sometimes it can have a little sting when we are being asked to go in deep. Look at what's holding us back. That's what the eclipses are about. They hit on the nose, what's holding you back and keeping you in your comfort zone. When you know that there's so much more out there for you living your purpose, it is a time to really look at this energy and understand and ask the right questions. I know it can be difficult. I know I've been there many times not knowing what to ask, what to do. But the thing that has helped me so much is my spiritual practice. I know I talked about it last week when we had the conversation about empaths and narcissists, that it was the spiritual practice that got me out of the victim mode. It was my spiritual practice that got me up and moving through transitions. And even of late, this last transition of the grief and the COVID just really helping me to really tune in and trust that part of me that can allow me to live my life again in a place of freedom. It's not the easiest work, I admit, but it will allow your soul to grow, lessons to be learned, and you won't be repeating the same mistakes. It is an important time right now to have that spiritual practice for yourself. We all can tune into our spirit. We all can learn to work with our energy. Yes, we can. And maybe you don't know this, and maybe you haven't gotten a spiritual practice going for you, but this is the time. Or maybe you already have one, but you've kind of gotten lost on your path. I know it happens. It's happened to me plenty of times. I've had to make over my spiritual practice, find new teachers, ask those hard questions we don't really want to ask, but it does work. And if you're wondering how to even begin, there is so much information out there. Schedule a spiritual makeover call with me. Let's talk. Let's talk about where you are, what's going on, what kind of work you need to do. And we will get you started creating that practice teaching you more about your spirit and your soul and where you are right now. Soon I'll be opening my Energy Mastery membership again, and this could help you as well. So let's schedule a call and see what I can do to get you started and if my programs are a match for you. Links will be in the show notes. On today's episode, I wanted to continue this discussion of ways to empower your spiritual practice so that you can learn more about your spirit, your soul energy at this time. I'm going to be talking about bringing two powerful modalities together. This is one of the reasons I love podcasting so much is because I get to learn and then share this information out. There are new ways, new technologies and transmissions of energy that are coming in to us right now all the time. Knowing and working with this energy is possible. We are complex humans and sometimes it takes more than one way to help us understand our soul blueprint in this lifetime and what we came into to learn and to do. We talked a little bit last week and on previous podcasts, I'll include the links for the show notes so you can go back to the information about human design. Last week, we talked with Raven about how she's using human design to help you understand your empath energies and ways to strengthen yourself through this modality. And previously, I've had Robin Wen on the show with her books, Understanding Human Design and also Understanding the Centers in Human Design. 
Robin is a writer, speaker, spiritual mentor, transformational coach, founder and director of the training programs, Understanding Yourself Through Human Design and Understanding Your Clients Through Human Design. She lives on Maui with her wife, Yarrow. Greg, Greg, John Greg Taze, I met back in 2012 when I first came to Birmingham. I was fascinated with his energy psychotherapy courses he was teaching. Of course, I had to start at the beginning. I couldn't just jump right into there. All of his courses through Pranic Healing. He has so much knowledge, so much wealth of information that he brings with everything that he does. He's had a lot of experience, a lot of training. He was an apprenticeship with Imaho, Native American medicine man trained in traditional healing through the fire dance, that in itself. He was a disciple of Master Cho, founder of the Pranic Healing. Greg has many, many certifications, many trainings. I will put it in the show notes. His repertoire of information just is incredible. Just listening to him, being in his classes, you have to slow down. But even just being in that transmission of energy, which is something we will talk about today. So all of the information on both of these amazing people will be found in the show notes. And so I am so excited to see this new collaboration come forward between Robin and Greg that, yes, I bring them to the show right now, right at the release of their book, Human Design and Essential Oils. And yes, they made number one bestseller. So I am hoping you were able to grab a free Kindle copy of their book as well. In this episode, we talk about energy, transmissions, termas, hidden resources, the collective, human design, essential oils, and the way in which this combination of ancient modalities are coming together right now to help heal the collective consciousness of mankind. Before we begin, let's take a moment to pause, breathe, and center our energies. So wherever you are, if you can, close your eyes, exhaling all the way down deep into the earth, letting go. Taking a nice deep inhale, breathing up the body. And as you exhale, call all your energy into you, call in your spirit. Feel your spirit right on top of the physical body. Call it in. Take another deep inhale. And exhale. Dropping right into the deepest part of your heart. Right into the very center. Feel that connection. Your spirit and the greater spirit. Know that you are known. Know that you are loved. Feeling all this energy coming in around you. Taking a moment. Breathing. Calling in. The masters, the teachers, the archangels, the crystal beings. Calling in your own spirit guides. Feeling all this energy coming in as you take a moment and notice. Notice where you are in this great cosmic universe. Here today we sit in the energies of the eclipses and the alignment of planets. Where are you? Exhaling all the way down deep into the earth. Take another deep breath up the body. And exhale, coming back down. Noticing where you are. Noticing the ability for the light to shine on any darkness. And allow yourself to lift your vibration. Set an intention to lift your vibration. Set an intention for your highest good. Feel it, hear it, see it, know it. And allow this vibration of energy to release out all around you. Setting your energy. 
and just bringing your awareness back, starting to ground and center, opening the third eye, holding that vibration, bringing the awareness back, blinking the eyes open, coming back. So yes, focus in. Use your other senses as you listen to this interview today. Even if you don't understand everything, allow yourself to just take it in. The message is high. The transmission is there. Embody this teaching. So let us welcome Greg and Robin back to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So happy to be here. I am so excited to have both of you together. I was fascinated when I saw that you two had written a book together. I really was. Both of you have been on the show. Greg, you've been a teacher of mine for so long. And Robin, I've just been so fascinated by all your books you've written on human design, a subject I find so fascinating, yet very complicated. But I would like to start and just say, how did the two of you meet? Well, uh, my sister lives in the small town, Fairfield, Iowa, where Greg lives. And she went to a workshop that he gave and she called me up and said, oh my God, you have got to meet this very cool guy. In fact, you have to have him come to Maui to do a workshop. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I have enough on, I have, I have enough tools. I have enough. And she kept calling me and saying, really, you got to meet this guy. And then she gave me and my wife a, a healing with Greg for our birthdays. And the healing was, let's just say, very impressive. (laughs) It was very impressive. And I was like, okay. So that next weekend, I signed up for his relationship course. And I did the, I think it was a day-long relationship course. Yeah, it was just a one-day. Might have been the first one. It was right at the beginning of COVID. Just right -hmm. right at the beginning of COVID. I'm on Maui. Greg's in Iowa. And, you know, I'm a therapist. I've done a lot of work on myself and uh, along with, you know, everything else, I've spiritual, everything. I've done so much work. And that day long blew my socks off. It was like chunks of stuff, relationship stuff I didn't even know was there fell away. And I was like, okay, I'm interested now. So then I started taking every weekend. Greg was doing online courses just about every weekend. And I just was hooked. So almost throughout all of COVID, I took Greg's courses. So that's that's how we first initially hooked up. How fascinating. Your sister lived in this very small town that Greg had moved to. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the next phase of it, we, you know, we would have interactions and, and conversations, you know, be it on on screen and sometimes behind the scenes. And she started talking about this human design thing that she does. And I was like, I'd heard of it, but I was kind of like her. I was like, yeah, I've kind of heard it all. And then she offered to, to like do a reading for me. And she started, you know, kind of going through my chart and everything. And I was like, have you been talking to my friends? Because like, you are nailing me like nobody's business. Like, how are you doing this? And so we started talking it out more and more. And like you you said, it, it's a very complex system, but, you know, based on esoteric principles, it draws upon a lot of these old esoteric things and puts it into this format that is very usable for modern times. And it really took something ancient and brought it to modern times. And uh, I thought, boy, this this is really interesting. And so, you know, one of the things that we did um, uh, in the early stages was, you, you know, I run this uh, spiritual center and um, our, our school. And I was like, let's just have all the employees, like everybody involved, let's do it with that. And it made it so much easier to understand the little odd dynamics between everybody. I was like, oh, I keep trying to resolve this the wrong way. And so it really gave me tools to handle things that were ongoing in ways that were very positive. And, uh, you know, from a business point of view, it increased efficiency very, very quickly. 
And so, you know, anytime something produces a result and produces a result that quick, I'm hooked. I'm in. Like, I'm, I'm like, things that I was struggling with to, to manage in this situation all of a sudden became crystal clear. And so we just kept kind of talking and, you know, gravity happened. <laughs> gravity happened. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And it is a very complicated system and it is a very mm -hmm. ancient system that brings in several different modalities. And I do find it very fascinating and something you just said too. And as we were kind of talking about before we hit record, it's like when you know those open centers, then you can learn what to work with. And then that's going to help you grow in the capacity that you need. That's so fascinating. Yeah. I think of each one of those open centers as a, a spiritual portal, really, a, a, even a path. That's, mm. that's a, it's a big learning mm. place for us because it's where we get conditioned. It's the easy, obvious place to go to mm. work your conditioning. You clear out that conditioning. And again, the oils are brilliant for that. There's all kinds of tools, of course, that can do that. But it's, it makes your life so much more, like you said, Greg, efficient, easier. You just understand yourself. You have compassion for yourself and you have compassion and understanding for other people. Mm -hmm. I remember like after the, the we did the things with Astara, um, you know, I was sitting and I was kind of just observing what happened. And it was like it brought a kind of order to the situation that was not there. You know, I wanted it. I couldn't put my finger on it, but it, it made certain behaviors with certain people, certain tendencies everything started to make sense. And it's like, you know, it's, you're, you're not going to beat nature. You have to kind of align with it and work with it. And it's like being able to work with the nature of each person and begin to harmonize these things. I found it fascinating. I found it really, really fascinating. Yeah. I think it's very fascinating. And even remember what you were saying too, about, uh, you know, the solar plexus for me. And recently I went to Mexico and had this amazing life-changing trip down in Teotihuacana with my teachers down there and Rita Rivera Fox. She was one of my teachers. And that was the very thing she said, this is where we need to work right there. And so, yeah, I have been doing that work and I have been able to see the growth within me and the work that I'm doing with other people. So that for me is like a perfect example. Oh, there's that open center. There's that spiritual portal. I think you called it right. That's where we need to learn. So now because your new book, Human Design and Essential Oils, the facilitator's guide to using plant product to align with type, strategy, authority, profile, and centers. Let's talk about where does that essential oil work? Where does that come into play? So as we were going through and we were looking at this in both with myself and some of the people around me and then some of the employees, you know, we already have this business with working with essential oils to do all these different things, be it clinical, psychological, or esoteric. I was like, why not start using these oils for this? And so, I, you know, I needed to learn the system a little bit more and, um, you know, the thing that's great about plants is because you're inhaling it, you're combining first energetic medicine and physical medicine. You know, you, you're getting the energy of the plant, but you're also getting molecules that go into the lung tissue. And then as blood passes through the lung tissue, it's starting to um, integrate into the physical body. But also there's an aspect of when you inhale something, it is one of the quickest ways to change your thought process and change behavior and, and basically change your mind. And, you know, it's just allows for like a reboot. And it's the way our nervous system is, is wired. And so, you know, in the early stages, I was like, how can we use these components then to augment the things that we're already learning with human design. And at first it was just this little experiment that we were kind of doing amongst ourselves. And, and then as time went by, I was like, this can be a thing. And so we started having conversations about it. And, you know, at first, I, I don't think either one of us thought like, oh, we should really push this out as a modality and everything, but we were getting such phenomenal results that it was like, how can we not push this out? This like needs to be pushed out. Like it is, it is shifting things in a much quicker way. And it kind of goes to the thing like in Nyingma Buddhism, you know, there's different kinds of Buddhism and some of it's very mental, but some of it is energetic. And Nyingma is very, very energetic. And the idea is sometimes your mind can't comprehend something, but if you shift the energy associated with it and then you observe, 
you get a deeper awareness of what is happening and, and the nature of what you're working because of the shift of the energetics. And so as we started playing with this, I was like, man, I'm getting big shifts with this human design stuff. Like, whoa, what's going on? And so we just kept having conversations. And pretty soon we were like, maybe we should just do everything with oils and maybe write a book. And we even kind of talked about it for a while. It was like, yeah, later. And then I think Robin was like, we're doing it. Let's just push through and let's just do it. So we set the deadlines and we did it. But um, yeah. Fascinating. Definitely fascinating. And I just know too, yeah. Greg, from all the classes I took, yeah, you would have the essential oil packages right, right. and you would choose a different theme, whether it was the angels or the chakras and you would have a different theme and then we would be, I remember smelling <laughs> them all. And I remember like, yeah, ginger lily. Oh my gosh, I actually planted ginger lily yeah, and it actually you. made it through the winter here. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Who doesn't love ginger? Oh, it was <laughs> like, I just remember that. And I still have my oils, right? That I'm using them with, but it is fun to really focus in because I I know like the human design i know with the essential oils that you can get just like all over the place and i see it all the time people yeah. have so many oils but yet they really don't have that idea of what do i really do with them kind of like crystals <laughs> the mm. same thing with crystals we can have a bazillion crystals right. but how do we really work with them so i think it is very fascinating right. so robin how did you then start to come in with the oils like how did you then start to be able to comprehend that knowing everything you knew with human design yeah so Let's just back up a little because Greg and I have parallel stories that, that find their way together. Okay. Um, my sister asked Greg to make an oil for me for my birthday. And I always have it here. It's the it's the green Tara. Mm -hmm. So he asked her, you know, what deity does she, is, is, you know, her deity? And, I, and Heidi said green Tara. So he made me a green Tara oil, which is incredible. And it was like, huh, he can make individual oils. Wow. So the next birthday rolled around and I was putting out the profile book, uh, human design profile book. And I, I just, uh, well, two things happened. One is I asked Greg if he could make a North star oil for me because I was going to gather some friends for a birthday. And I just wanted a little vial of North star for everybody because human design is really about following your North star. I also use the word IntelliKey, your, your potential, like, to really follow your potential, to really align with your potential. So I had him send me 40 little vials of North Star oil, which are divine. And I um, gave them out at my birthday. And it was a birthday that we were, had to happen to be laying out on, this, on the ocean side, looking up at the stars with a astronomer telling us about the star. So it was just, it was just exquisite. It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And then the profile book was coming out. And I said, Greg, can you can you make oils for the profiles? So we sat down and I started teaching Greg human design. I started going through, I went, like he said, I went through his, had gone through his chart, started going through it. And he was like, when I was on the call with him, I could feel the shifts. You're talking about the enigma and the shifts and feeling the shifts and feeling the shifts with oil. I could feel the shifts as he tapped in to the different profiles. I could feel him connecting to them. I could feel his coherence, his field, his, mystical, magical, um, alchemical being, like tapping in to the essence of those profiles and those lines. And that's why I just want to back up for a second. And, and I want to disabuse you of the idea that it's complicated. I want to shift that because that shuts down our brains. It's Yes, it is complex until you understand it. It's not that com it's complex. And just like the Enigma, okay. it's a transmission. It, it's a, you can learn it through your left brain. That's one piece of it. But there's this right brain and this knowing piece. And that's what I watched Greg tap into. And that's why I trusted him to be the one to partner with in this, because he was tapping in to the transmission of those channel, those profiles and those um, lines. I have to say, I heard myself say that too. Okay, oh, I Terry, say it all the time it. as well. Before you said this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, stop saying this. Yeah. And like, okay, let's tap into it. I heard that exact thing right before you shared that. And I agree because I have said that several times. And I do think that when we can start to slow down, 
or maybe I moved too fast, slow down and start to look at it from what you just said. Thank you. One of the ways that like when we were talking about it, because I still find myself saying it. And I think I think like sometimes when I sit with it, I, I will say this is very multifaceted. Like there's just so many facets to this gemstone that it's just you got to really sit and take it in. But it's you're still looking at the same thing. But there's beauty in different areas and different parts of it. You just can't look at it all at once until you really sat with it for a long period of time. And then it sinks in and then it really starts to click. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes we get lost. I know I did. And like, oh, well, am I a generator? Am I a manifesting generator? Am I a reflector? And I think that's sometimes all people see. At least I will speak for myself. Well, that's the mm-hmm. that's the limitation if it's if it's um taught outside of the understanding that it's a transmission. For example, this is kind of a sideways example, but if you're doing body work with someone, you can impact their whole being by just touching their toe. It doesn't matter where you touch them. The whole being can be impacted, right? With human design, if I just talk about the 3-5 profile that each of you have, that could be the game changer. You might not need anything else. Right. We we don't know what's going to touch and open someone. You don't have to know the whole system. You just have to be introduced and see what moves you, what calls to you, what shifts your perception of yourself. And the oils are a brilliant hand in glove fit for that because you take that oil. I've had a, a projector, for example, who, you know, projectors can have a rough go of it in the world if they're not invited and acknowledged. I had one of my students as a projector. And she smelled that oil and it was like she couldn't stand the smell of the oil. Well, she also didn't like being a projector. And as she worked with her projector self and got more in alignment, the oil, of course, the smell of the oil changed. Mm. Right? So the oil, you're in a you're in relationship with the chart and you're in relationship partnership really with the oils. They're both alive. They're both emanations. They're both energies and vibrations for sure. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that. It's interesting, you know, the idea of transmission. That's how when I do blends and things for classes, it's all by transmission. Like, you know, I I kind of bring it in and then I look at it and I validate it energetically. And then I go through a phase where I then refine it through clinical application. But the first wave is tapping into something that's beyond my mind. Like there's something coming in and um, I usually don't understand it because my mind doesn't have reference. And then I put it down on paper and then we start, you know, validating it and things like that. And so, you know, even with Astara, you know, because part of, part of the book is not just essential oils. It's also meditations and, and contemplations and reflections. And this is tied to some of the teachings that come out of Astara. And um, that organization was founded on a transmission, much like human design. And we're even putting forth a, um, a 21 module uh, course. It's like a video course that people can take at their own pace. That's for um, clairvoyance. And even that is being taught. There's information, but it's being taught via transmission. Like you're kind of aligning yourself with the transmission. And it's going back to what we were saying about the the Nyingma thing is you move energy and then the mind kind of goes, what just happened? You know, because you're, you're instead of fighting the nature of the mind and the nervous system and the endocrine system and, and, you know, your psyche, you're kind of working with it. Like if this is how you process information, let's move it and then give the mind something to process. But sometimes when you present something new, the mind spends so much time trying to figure it out it doesn't have an experience, so it's, it doesn't really process it very deep. So this goes deep and it goes fast. Hmm. Fascinating, yeah, especially the idea of transmission. Yeah. yeah, it's like channeling. It's like bringing it in. To me, it's almost like new technology that you're talking about. And I know it's mm-hmm. based on old old ideas between like the chakras and the I Ching and all that, but it's still, it's like new transmissions, new technology coming mm-hmm. in for us. Yeah. It's definitely here at this time for us to help us awaken to come home to ourselves to realign with ourselves it's a huge gift i i believe human design and then bring the essential oils in so terry you said you know you've got all these oils and what do you do with them you look at your chart well what do i do with it it's kind of the same story like well what do i do with all this and that's why bringing them together is so beautiful 
because you can start to actually work your chart with the oils. Yeah, I love that idea. I really do. And I think, you know, just even like how it can help open the mind, how it can help you see more about yourself. And then that's where the development comes through. Well, if you think about what Greg just said, you know, the oils bypass the mm -hmm. mind. So you're, you've got your condition, say you've got an open head and you've got all the conditioning in your head of what you think or, you know, how things should be. And you smell the oil and it, the, the, the ego can't defend against it. The oils slide right past that ego mind and all that conditioning. They're genius. They're, 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 and they're alive. The ego can't defend against it. I love that. Yeah. You can't defend against the oil. So your mind could have all these thoughts about, oh, I'm a, I'm a manifesting generator. Oh, you know, whatever. Oh, I'm going to use this oil for this. But we don't know. We enter the mystery when we step into human design and essential oils. We're taking a journey and the portal's opening and we don't know what's going to be revealed. And that's because we're stepping out of that rational, logical mind that tries to give us a reality that we can ground on and be safe in, but which is actually not safe mm. because it's so limited. It is. It is. And right now what we need is not safe and not limited. We need an expansion to come forward. I really mm -hmm. think that is so true. Yeah. I, I find it helpful for myself, but with all the things going on in the world, it kind of helps move past some of the collective conscious, unconscious of the things going on in the environment. So I think the timing of it, like Robin was saying, is, I mean, it comes at a very amazing time. You know, it's, it's the, the medicine needed in a situation or a time uh, is being presented, not just here, I think in other modalities as well and other, other things, but I find it fascinating of how it can impact us and then how we interact with a world, even if it's a world that's a little crazy or sometimes feels like it's on fire. Well, and I love it that yeah. it's the plants too. The plants teaching us mother earth needs us. You know, we yeah. need mother earth and we can't let that relationship yeah. go to the wayside thinking, oh, it's not important. I know some of my greatest healings lately, especially have been just get outside. I work with the medicine wheel, get outside, sit on the earth yeah. and just be quiet. And, you know, sometimes I'm like, well, what did I hear? What did I just like, just be quiet. And I know something is going on, even if I can't articulate it. And so I think then we bring the plants in and we really honor these sacred elements that create the plants. I know that's really important for me. And I think for the world at large, we really need to bring it forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a kind of an interesting embodiment because you've got the plants that are of the earth, but we're working with the essence of them. So they're meeting us at an essential place, right? At an essence, at a frequency place and helping us to actually embody. So it's an interesting kind mm -hmm. of trajectory with the, those plants in, in oil form. I agree. And I think even, you know, even the language that you're using is bringing in so many amazing vibrations of energy that then, yeah, they just kind of blend together in a mystery. I think still a mystery, right? To help us move beyond because so many people are stuck right now. What do I do? How do I change? Stuck in places they aren't living, you know, the truth of who they are, but yet they can't shift out of it. And money has caught everybody. And right now, even right now where we are with this Taurus and the retrograde and all that, it's like, you know, yeah, we're being asked to look at our money. We're being asked to look at the energy of money and how we can proceed and go forward. And there's got to be a better way. <laughs> That's what I think. Yeah. One thing I just wanted to throw out, if it's okay, is that um, I brought the oils into my training so that everybody gets all the, all the gates, all the channels, all the centers. And what happens is you start to learn about human design through the oils. Hmm. And it makes it concrete. It makes it concrete, at once concrete and at once essential. So for instance... If I'm working with you, and I know you've got the gate 29, I've got the gate 29, I forgot, Greg, if you've got the gate 29, I bet you do, it's the gate of perseverance. We can hold this oil, we can smell this oil, we can have this oil in our pocket. If we're having any wobble with our perseverance, this is going to support us in hmm. connecting into the highest frequency of that capacity to follow through with what our heart's desire is, what we have a yes for. 
especially if we're a sacral person, right? So these oils, they, they just, they're a game changer in terms of learning human design, in terms of connecting to the chart. I love that. I mean, that's the embodiment. You smell it, you drop into it. That's the embodiment. I love that. Yeah. Because I know me, I'm like thinking, thinking, thinking. It's like, okay, <laughs> drop into the body. That's a better way to learn. Yeah. And that's the experience too. Yeah. Yeah. So Greg has made all these protocols for the different types, for the different authorities, for the different strategies, for the centers. And they're they're in the book. Um, so they're there. They're, it's like a manual. The book is like a manual. Yeah, let's get into that a little bit, because I know that you give us an overview of how to use the book, what chapters to do what with, and how to really understand it. So how did you break the book down for we us? We have Greg and my story and how we came together, a little bit about that. We, we talk about how to use the book. And then we go into um, the types, the strategies, the authority, the profiles, and the centers. And we take a chapter to look at what would it be like to be aligned, like with your type, for example, right? What would it be a lot to be aligned? I'm looking for your chart now again, with your uh, generator type, right? What would that be to be aligned? And what does it look like when you're out of alignment? So we kind of lay that out so you can get the picture. This is a book for yourself or a book for your clients, right? Because if you've got a client who's a generator and they're not following their yeses and nos, you're going to go and read that mm. chapter and read that segment on, okay, well, what does that look like? The next chapter is the one Greg did on the protocols. Then you're going to take your oils. Maybe it's your generator oil and you're going to work a protocol with that oil. There's a couple other oils um, that help clear out and create connections, all kinds of things to help you connect to your alignment with your generator self. So we do that with the profiles. We do that with the centers. So you could go through your open head center and do a whole protocol working the oils with that center. So this is volume one. There's more to come, but this is the first beginning of that. That's awesome. So first you get your human design chart, then you start looking through the book. And then Greg, all of your oils are now available, all the ones that you've created for all of these on your website that you can get those with. Yeah, that's excellent. Yes. Yeah. I know your oils are great. I still have a cabinet full. So I'm going to start going through and seeing which ones are what. Yeah. Because sometimes it can be overwhelming. It can be. Yeah. And one of the things that we tried to do, you know, the blends were made very specific for each, each aspect. Um, but, you know, we also took into account that somebody might not have the oils. So we put in meditations and contemplations. And we even tried to give like a single oil use you know, like a single oil that would, it helps. It doesn't help like the blend helps, but at least like if you had something in your cabinet and you open up the book and you're like, man, this sounds amazing. You still could maybe have something in your cabinet where you pull it out and go, I'm going to start working this even before maybe I, I work the blend. I might just play with this just to see, you know, you know because um, it, it's kind of a new idea and maybe not everybody's always like ready to jump in, but if you start having experiences, then you start to go, it's hard for me to discount this experience that I'm having. So we tried to come at it from several different ways. And then we added some things in to help augment uh, shifts and increasing the potential for alignment. Um, you know, we use a, a kind of a blend of different kinds of mugwort and things to open up channels and things like that. We use a blend for clearing out cords between you and the people around you. Just think about so many times you might shift, but the people around you are like, no, no, no. We have you pegged a certain way. You need to go back to the way you were, right? And so, you know, there there is the emotional or mental interaction there, but there's also an energetic one. So we, we brought in something that helps to clear out the energetic connections between people. So it makes it easier to facilitate a shift. And then the big one that Robin and I were both very excited about was, you know, from, from different practices, you know, more shamanic than anything is this idea of the assemblage point, you know, where you have the, all these different aspects coming together to create like a point of perception. And sometimes we have a hard time even breaking out of our own perceptions. And so we, I, I had already been making this blend for a while for 
some very deep like mystical practices that we teach from time to time. And I started kind of putting that in the mix and having Robin play with it. And even I was like, I, I have this idea, but the assemblage point. And she goes, we're all about the assemblage point. Like we had this like whole thing where we were laughing. It was like, we're both on the same page with this. And so, you know, we even integrated that to help even facilitate a deeper and more effective shift when you're working with these different aspects, be it for a type or a, or a line or, you know, whatever you're working. So that's amazing. Funny enough, I did just pull out the solar plexus oil. I did just pull it out. I was cleaning out my closet and I found like, I need this. And I know I have rue. I'm, I know, I know probably exactly mm -hmm. where it is. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go pull that one out as well. But yeah, I can't wait to go and see all the different oils and all that you've done. It is quite fascinating. What is y'all's mission with this? I just, I got really quiet when you said that. It, um, I think that's a wonderful question. Part, part of this whole journey with Greg has been a step into the mystery and a partnership and a not knowing where it's going. A more, both of us are generators, more being in response to what, what's called forth. I feel like we're both being asked in some way. We think of this as a terma, you know, a, a hidden treasure that was brought out at this time for humanity and that we're both, we're here to bring that terma forth. That and to bring forth this this um, this meeting of these two these two medicines really these two potent energetic medicines and for for me I see it as a, a healing balm of compassion and um, really alignment alignment with with who we are coming home to ourselves aligning with who we are to using using the oils and human design to to make a profound shift of, in the trajectory of humanity. Mm, a profound shift, yeah. And I was looking for that word, terma, bringing forth lots of different old modalities. Well, a terma, actually, in, in Buddhism, a terma is really a teaching that's hidden. It could be hidden in the sky, could be hidden in the earth, could be hidden in the waters. And at the right time, it's hidden for hundreds of thousands of years, perhaps even, at the right time, and an auspicious time, it's brought forth to a certain person, which is what happened with raw with human design. It's brought forth and revealed. And for him, it came through light beings, but it's revealed in different ways. There's mind term. There's all kinds of different terms, hidden but it's jewel. a hidden jewel. That's that's really here. It's oftentimes like a, the Tara mm. practice was a term. There's, you know, they come forth to bring the, the, to really to end the suffering of humanity is the bottom line of it. <laughs> I'd say. How about you, Greg? What would you, what would you say? Um, for, for me, like very similar, like I, I would say, um, you know, with a lot of the different spiritual trainings and things that, that I've done, it's always been about the more that I serve and try to help others, the more that I learn about myself. And, you know, I really enjoy helping other people, but I also really like exploring myself and they feel like they go hand in hand. And the, the more that, that that happens, the deeper the teachings go. And again, like being able to tap into like the guidance from an inner teacher or a guide or something of that nature, you know, coming from the spiritual organizations and the Buddhist practice that I do, you know, there, there is different lineages that I belong to. And part of it is bringing those lineages forth, the teachings forth, and they're universal. They're not just tied to one particular practice or tradition, but as, as somebody who's a facilitator trying to help people, it's not just even for me to like be, be presenting something, but to continue to digest those teachings to make it easier and easier for the general public to assimilate it and transform their lives. And again, we go back to the terma in, in one of the traditions that I'm in, we always refer to as outer terma and inner terma. You know, outer terma is like what Robin was saying, like it's it's in the sky, it's in the water, it's in a painting, it's in a tonka, it's in a, a, a stained glass window, it's, you know, it's in a statue. And then inner terma is literally the, the science of transmission, inner transmission. It's something that's buried in the pineal gland. And when a practitioner reaches a certain degree, it opens up and begins to become a stream that comes forth. And... 
um, once you start tapping into it, um, it's a little bit addicting. Like I would like more of this, please. Like it's amazing, right? It it changes the mind so quickly. And you know, I, I was even thinking of you know, because even clairvoyance can be like prepping for that. And you know, clairvoyance, you know, people think of it as like, oh, it's like looking and seeing people's energy body and seeing this. And yes, it's all that, but it's it's the development to be able to touch something that's greater than yourself, that's outside your mind, that is very, very subtle. Like your, for your ability to perceive the divine and touch the divine, there has to be uh, a type of thinking coming from the mind that's beyond the senses. And that, that is clairvoyance. And if you look at all the things going on in the world, to be able to see a bigger picture or to be able to see beyond the thinking of the collective conscious or unconscious and see like this is just another day in the life of earth you know this this too will pass you know might not be in my lifetime but it will pass and it's it gives you the ability to stay connected to something divine in the time of chaos and in in that moment when something difficult is happening and you're able to keep that connection, it takes something that is potentially difficult and turns it into an empowerment. Like it, it just instantly increases the connection to the soul because you're, you're identifying with the soul in that moment and not the difficulty, not the body, not the form, not I need to, I need to defend my body because these people are doing something. I need to defend my situation or my business because these people are doing something. It's like, yeah, they're doing it, but I'm also not going to go to a dark place trying to defend it. I'm going to not have my power taken from me because these people are doing something silly. And, you know, all this shifting and putting it to alignment with these different aspects, our profiles and our types, for me, it helps me to keep my feet under me in times of craziness, you know, and, and to have a perspective that's not just based on reaction, like it sees the bigger picture. Yeah, and I think right now, thank you for that, first of all, both of you. And yeah, I think there is a bigger picture out there. And I think many people are searching what is the bigger picture, but yet they're so afraid to break out of those paths, to break out of their mind. They've been so conditioned. And I feel that some of this that you're saying and bringing it in and using the oils and the system of understanding can help us get out of the mind and be in the idea of like, okay, let's lift the vibration and maybe not even understand exactly how it happens, but we do know a change is needed. We do know we can't keep going on mm -hmm. and then we have the cosmic forces we all know that we are you know moving into this whole different age of period of living and everybody's like well how do we do it how do we get there did it happen yesterday is it going to happen tomorrow but breathe and having the presence of energy and then the tools to help us breathe and have the presence of energy i think is so important right now and having the awareness to expand the consciousness of where each and every one of us is right now and I truly believe the greatest gift any of us can give humanity is to do that self-care, is to go in deeper into the soul energy. Our soul travels and travels and travels. And I think many of our souls are here right now to help others understand and ourselves. What is that about for each and every one of us where we are? And what can we do for humanity right now? Yeah. And if you think about like, this is a very old esoteric teaching, but you know, there's the aspect of God that's associated with the sun, with each of the planets. So there's an aspect of God that is associated with the earth, the planetary logos, right? And as we grow as humans, as humanity grows, the esoteric teaching is our crown chakras make up the heart chakra of the planetary logos, right? So as we grow and develop, we are helping the earth to grow and develop. As we decline, we, we're helping the earth to slide backwards and decline. And so, yes, it's for humanity, but it's also, it's a, it's a way to connect to the divine. And, you, you know, I remember I had a teacher that said, a developed soul puts themselves in the right place at the right time. And if you're smart, you perceive the divine plan and you ride the coattails to rapid development, 
And I was like, that's genius. It's going to take me probably two decades to figure out what that means. But that's genius. I love that. And I just see these tools that we're laying out here is part of that aspect of I'm trying to perceive something. I'm trying to recognize this unfolding. And I'm trying to ride those coattails to rapid development. Ride those coattails. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. So much to take in. And I love talking about the soul because our soul travels. And I think our souls bring us so many messages and wisdom from all the lifetimes that we've had and really being able to understand that. And yeah, I love your definition of even talking about like clairvoyancy. So many people think, oh, it's this one thing. I gotta go read people's energy. And that's not really what it's about at all. It's how we can perceive mm -hmm. in a way beyond the senses. And I think that's really important mm -hmm. for everyone to hear. I think that we need to be able to perceive beyond mm -hmm. the senses because we've been so conditioned. We really have. So being able to open up that awareness and open up and shift the vibration, I believe the planet is shifting in vibration right now. All of our weather, weather patterns are all disrupted. And I think that's just a reflection, right? I know here we are in Birmingham and it's like 50 today. Crazy. Here we are at the end of April, crazy, right? But I think that's also a reflection of what's going right, on inside right. of us too. So how do right. we go forward? And we can't go forward in the same way. Right. Yeah. So these ways yeah. of bringing through these transmissions and the work that you guys are doing and combining these, yeah. I think is just really brilliant and really quite helpful. And there are many people out there in the world right now that already know about essential oils. And there's some now even more so, too, you know, that are talking about the human design. So bringing them together, I think, is a really beautiful way to mm -hmm. blend these modalities and frequencies and how we can start to look at it as frequencies, too, and transmissions. Yeah, for sure. It kind of cracks me up. Like every time I hear Robin start talking about human design, you know, here we've co-authored this book and everything. I was like, this human design thing is really amazing. I got to get on target with this. Oh, yeah, I'm already doing it. But <laughs> like the way she explains it, I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, it is. It's pretty amazing. And I, I think somewhere too, I had forgotten, like you even see, you even see those three months in utero, like even before you're here, it yeah. shows you that and like, wow, how did I forget yeah. that little aspect of it too? So it has definitely made me want to go back and pull my chart out and write along with the book. So tell us, is the book published? Is it out yet? It's coming out April 27th. Okay. All right. This will probably air the first week of May. So it'll have just been published. Yay. Excellent. Where can people find it? Where do you want us to send them to? Well, if they'd like a free copy, digital copy, I've got a link. You can put that in the show notes. You can get it on Amazon also. Yeah. And then Greg and I are going to do a free intro class to go through some of the protocols, talk a little bit about human design, introduce people to human design and essential oils, basically. We don't have the date exactly set, but I think probably May 18th, but I'll get you that information so we have that. Anything else going on with you guys teaching? Greg, when will you be back in Birmingham? Um, the weekend after the 4th of July. Okay. So um, I, I'm pretty set. Like I usually come there then and... I come at the either the end of October, beginning of November. And so I usually come there three times. A okay, great. Yay. Yay. My son's getting married July 2nd. So I'll be back. Yay. All right. Nice. All right. And I teach, I lead uh, trainings for coaches and therapists who want to be certified in human design. And again, I use the oils for that. That is, in, that's a small group uh, immersion that I do cohorts throughout the year. It is online. Well, this has all been quite fascinating. It has inspired me once again to really go back and look at this information and to dig through my cabinet for all those oils. I'm very excited and to check out the new ones too. So as we close and we've kind of talked about it, but I do like to kind of end the podcast with the question, how do you feel that this work can help to empower the spirit right now? You know, there's times where it's easier to connect to the divine or to the soul or to your, you know, higher virtues, whatever you want to call it. And there's times where it's a little bit more difficult. And when you bring something forth like this in the times where things where it's easier, um, it helps to facilitate that to a much greater degree. But in times of difficulty, you know, it's really easy to get hooked into what everybody else is doing. You know, there there is that collective push of everybody. 
and those responses. Like I remember the day that 9-11 happened. I didn't know I was in the middle of working. And I was like, all of a sudden, I was like, I was almost to tears. And I was in the middle of work. And I was like, what is this water on my face? I don't understand. Like, you know, I didn't know. And then all of a sudden clients stopped showing up and I looked at the news and I was like, oh, oh my God, like that's, that's crazy. And I was not aware of it, yet I felt deep sadness and, you, you know, just being in the collective, we are impacted very substantially by the group mentality. And, you know, as we, as we heal, as we walk this spiritual path, we need to be able to stick our foot, one foot in there, but one foot also in that more spirited aspect, that more spiritual aspect of life. And a lot of times it might, sometimes it might be easy, but a lot of times you kind of have to fight for it a little bit. Like, you know, you, yeah, there, there is a price to pay to turning your back on it. And there's a price to pay to stepping into it. And you know, there's times where you really have to go, I, I have to make effort here. Otherwise, I, I don't know where I'm going to be in five years or 10 years. And, um, you know, I'm not saying the world's a horrible place. It's just, it's a weird time. And, you know, things will pass. But still, I don't want to get drugged down into the mud because of not what one person's doing, but what a group is doing. You know, what what the culture is doing, what the collective is doing. And I, I see this as being a very strong foundation for me to keep my wits about me. Yeah. From my vantage, we're really at a point where it's clear the world is not working by the old structures. What we thought we wanted, what we thought would bring us satisfaction, gratification, happiness, it's just become clear that anything external is not the answer. It cannot fill the hole of no self that we're walking around with. So we're asking ourselves at this time to make a turn, to shift our assemblage point from identifying with our egos to identifying with our true nature, with our essential selves, or as you said, soul. And that's really the work. However we do it, from, again, for me, human design and the oils are a brilliant way to work with that turn. They're, they're e it's easy. It, it's accessible. There's no reason why we can't make this turn. Yeah. Humanity needs it. There's no reason why we can't make this turn. Imperative. Yeah. It's now. Yeah. It's now. Yeah. Now is the time. And that's this, that's the term I hear. Now that's is the, term. the time. Yeah. Well, thank you yeah. both. I know we could go on and on and on. I am so grateful to have you on the show and just really whatever I can do to support, I'm here for you. And we'll get, definitely look forward to bringing this to my listeners. Thank you. Thank you so much, Terry. So appreciate it. You're, you're a real gift. The last thing I'm going to say, the last human design thing, I'm just going to pop in here. So Greg knows this is Everything you've said is around this gate 61, which is reaching into the mind of God. And that is your moon, unconscious moon, is reaching into the mind of God, mm. wanting to bring that down to earth. So that is that is your gift that you are driven by and bringing. Yeah. And you know what? I am <laughs> no longer afraid to share this gift out into the world to your spirit. Okay, that was a pretty powerful message. Yes, yes, yes. So much to take in from this interview. My main takeaway, this combination of modalities is a terma. It is a way to move beyond the ego of the mind, to allow for the vibration to shift, to notice the energetics that occur, and then the mind will fall in place without all that analyzing. Experience, embody the frequencies coming in. Allow the practical applications of plants and their essences to blend with the essences of you. All for the highest good. We need highest good right now.
Check it out if you're working with oils, astrology, chakras, yoga, I Ching, cosmic forces, Kabbalah, any or all, or just want to learn more. Be sure to check out the book as well as Greg and Robin's information, classes, and what they offer, and especially those oils on Greg's site. All the links to the websites, the classes, and essential oils are in the show notes. Your energy matters in how you show up, especially right now. We, as a society, need to move beyond the mind. We need to open our hearts, feel the joy that our soul brings us, tap into that authentic self, the self that you came in with. Not the false self you've been running around with, but your true, authentic self. It's time. It's time to come out of isolation, to let go of the loneliness of these past few years, and to find a strength within you to monetize your energy to live an abundant life. This is your host, Terri Ann Hyman, to your spirit. Namaste.